Hello and welcome to the Wrestling Purist Podcast. My name is Ryan, alongside Jeff. This is our podcast and deal with it. Uh, <laughs> I'm pew, getting pew. right in Pew, pew. <laughs> and those first set of gunshots you heard coming from our very good friend, uh, Mr. Travis Lassiter. Woo! I'm here. I'm back. It's TNA time, guys. It's TNA yeah. time. Um, First off, yeah, Pollen in Virginia is a bitch. Uh, so this is why I've got my, uh, sipping tea here. Got my, I got all my stuff ready here to go. Um, it's funny you talk about TNA in 2010. Um, that's what we watched on, uh, on a Sunday night, pretty much. Um, when we talk about AEW revolution, first off, um, because everybody's watched it, correct? Yes. Yes. That's true. Um, Okay, I want to burn through this and just first of all, this show was not as good as people want to give it credit for. It's forbidden door good, mm. yes. Come on. Best show of the year. Uh it it has mm. bangers. Mm. <laughs> um I think that's very interesting though to make the comparison to because Forbidden Door um received the Wrestling Observer News uh pay pay-per-view of the year. Fuck Dave, Mel- Fuck Dave Meltzer and his fucking dick-sucking fans. So it had no build, and there were some good matches on it, but again, it was nothing that we haven't seen before. It, but It's like it's a two-match card. Yeah. Um, the pre-show had Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers take out the Varsity Athletes and Ari Davari. Fine. Fine Where the hell's where's <clears throat> Pac? Their other teammate. Where's he at? Um, who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't fucking tell you, but I guess um his Mark Mark Briscoe at Mark Briscoe is asking for help, so I guess the Lucha Brothers have nothing better to do. Like, no, it's true, doing? they don't. One of the best tag teams in the world, and you don't have anything for them to do. See, now I have to look and see where fucking Pack is. <laughs> like it's probably probably visa issues um, or something. He's smart. No, he's not. He, he wasn't on the show. Not gonna waste my time. Um, Ricky Starks going over Chris Jericho. Um, Jericho Appreciation Society banned from ringside, uh, but not really because um, Sammy Guevara comes out towards the end of this thing. Action Andretti just, I guess, in the crowd, just jumps him from out of nowhere. Um, that should be like a disqualification. Forget Chris. Chris Jericho is just like the death nail for anything good here lately. Like I, I like Ricky Starks, but like mm-hmm. anything Jericho touches, just either doesn't mm-hmm. make sense or it he's, is overbooked to hell. He's the gimmick sucker, Chris Jericho. Um, Tony Khan killed Ricky Starks, and I'll say this because Ricky Starks, um. Won that you know fucking tournament for the the number one contendership and fed him directly to MJF and people are gonna say oh well Ricky Starks looked good you know he got a title shot like the fuck the the fuck does that matter you base this tournament on whoever wins gets a gets a title shot you put all this time into Starks and have him cuck to MJF for his first tight title defense which you know. M- MJF is not going to drop the title. 
which nope. they hot shotted him to win in that tournament after he got beat by freaking Hobbs in like 30 seconds. And then he came back and beat him and then, oh, he's hot again. No, he wasn't. He was not hot when he won the damn tournament. Which is really which is fucking, which is, which is fucking sad because dude has everything to be a world champion. Don't worry. WWE will capitalize on it. I mean, they gave him the win over Jericho because he showed up at the Rumble with Cody pretty much. That's the only reason they gave him the win over Jericho. Chris Jericho needs to stop. Please He's God, got another, stop. Like three years on his deal though, man. Please go to a backstage role. You are you are going to hurt somebody. It's, it's not his, good. It's his company, guys. Stop. Mm. He was there from day one. Yeah, well. Um no, no one had any national exposure mm. but him and Jim Ross, who forgets that Cody Rhodes was on WWE TV too. Yeah. That time. But you, um, I never forget. I mean, we needed Chris Jericho to put over Cesaro. Nobody knew who he was. That's right. <laughs> who's who's gonna put over Cesaro when Ring of Honor has their uh, pay per view here in a couple weeks? I'm just gonna yeah. say, if you really wanted people to tune into Honor Club, wouldn't you have kept the belt on Jericho so that he could have driven the subscriptions up like he did New Japan World that time? Yeah, right. I mean, oh, okay. Honor Club's got twelve thousand subscribers. Mm. They're probably just people hoping that something good's gonna happen. Tony Khan Tony bragged that it has 12,000 subscribers. Like, come on, man. So, them having 12,000 sub- subscribers means 12,000 views. Yep, pretty much. I would say it's on par to Dark and Elevation at that point. <laughs> at Seriously. least Dark and Elevation are free. <laughs> God damn it. Is he tr- he's trying to kill Ring, Ring of Honor at this point. Yep. Um... Jungle Boy goes over Christian in the um, overbooked final burial match. Um, the whole time okay. I was watching this thing, I was like, please, God, don't let there be another shovel spot like, you know, PCO got from Eddie Edwards on Impact. Yeah, that was bad. That looked or pretty terrible. That, you know, Cactus Jack got at Spring Stampede 94 a month after he lost his fucking ear. Don't worry, guys. This is their answer to the buried alive match and last uh, rights match and look, casket match. Um, they've done casket matches before. Um, I don't know why this had to be a quote final burial match. Why couldn't it just been like a last man standing and just I don't know do something dr- like overly dr- dramatic? But- yeah, I I really don't get it because like mm-hmm. if Christian's buried alive or sorry he went on a the the abridged version of the Tower of <laughs> Tower of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he just like shh, real quick, you know. Um, I don't get that whole premise, and like they hot shot at that too. Like it had a week and a half build. It just shows Jungle Boy in a graveyard digging a thing in the headlights, and it says Christian Cage on it. Like no one knew what the hell a f- no final sense. burial match was going to be going into it. Nope. Like. Mm-mm. I'd rather Christian would have won so I could have seen him in his turtleneck more. <laughs> turtleneck muscle shirt. Turtlenecks get heat, brother. <laughs> Just saying. You're right. Hey. You really do. Hey, the the cutoff turtleneck was one of the best damn things on the show. Okay. I will say that. Mm. Christian was one of the best damn things on the show. Jerk or not yes. in real life. I love Christian. Christian uh, asked, asked Jeff, 
Christian is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he sure is. Um. Also, also Cody has a really funny Christian story when Cody was doing the um impact tapings and they yeah. were still having to get tested for COVID. Um. Yeah. Funny, funny story there. You wear a mask around Christian, brother. Yeah. Wear it. You're goddamn right. You do. Um. Also, Christian Cage fell down the same hole. But I fell down the same hole. Muhammad Hassan fell down. So don't know if we'll see Christian again. It's just kind oh, of this hole, like this hole in the stage, and then it just goes poof, like it, like it's a fucking Looney Tunes well, episode. Like, how does he come back? Is the question. Like, let's go pop up one day. But oh well, just took took my little ride. I'm back now. Never talk about it again. And where was Luchasaurus, guys? He was a big part of this story. Never didn't see him. So th- this is something that we were talking about as this was just just you know, trudging along. Did the stuff with his mask ever get settled? I have no clue. I haven't heard at all. Um, Because I know that there was an issue with um, rights to his mask. Um, he'd been on TV for two years before. Like, there's what longer than that? Well, <laughs> uh, oh. I don't know. Jesus, oh my god! Let it's me just like these freaking NWA tag teams sending a cease and desist to Austin Theory about being called the now. The now, <laughs> like, uh, no uh, one's watching NWA with fucking Tyrus as champion. I'm sorry. Yeah, get out of here. Um, so. It says AEW and one of their performers, Luchasaurus, are being sued by composite effects over allegations that violated their copyright in Luchasaurus's mask. Oh, man. I guess Luchasaurus is dead. God, everyone's favorite dinosaur is done. Oh, no. A dinosaur <laughs> that is still slow. Oh, no. What, what's the name of the place? Oh, I just fucking X'd out. Compo- composite something. Composite designs. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Um, don't care. Um, <laughs> the House of Black finally get a rub going over the, the elite. Until yeah, they lose it on a freaking uh, rampage to somebody. Where no one will see <sighs> it. Mm, well. Oh, the build of this say. match was... Okay, if you, I mean, just pull some Undertaker effects for two weeks yep. and then boom, there you go. <laughs> stand, stand behind them with the lights, with the lights dimmed. Cut, cut the lights, come back on. Everybody's laying down on the ground with them holding the titles. It's perfect booking. This is the best wrestling plan. This is the best wrestling promotion on the planet, guys. I would, lo- I mean, here's my thing if Kitty Omega does make it to WWE, I cannot wait for the AEW fans' heads to explode. And be like, he'd abandon us. We we made him. He abandoned uh, us. I, I, it's coming. Travis, people better hope that they don't. He doesn't because I'm going to be fucking insufferable. I'm going to be the absolute worst. I'm going to get kicked off of Twitter. I'm going to get, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm going to. Like, it's going to be bad. God, it's going to be so bad. He was nothing before AEW. Oh, I'm sorry. Part of the reason AEW is even a thing is because off of the back of his New Japan matches. But sorry, wrestling didn't exist for AEW. Did that's the Jeff. That's a Jeff line. I stole it. But oh uh, yeah, wrestling in for twenty seventeen, guys. Facts. 
Um, Jamie Hayter retains against Soraya and Ruby Soho. Eh. Soraya didn't kill anybody in this match, so that's a positive. Um, How? But like, my thing is, if you're gonna have Ruby Soho join up with Soraya and Tony Storm anyway, like, why the fuck didn't they just team up and take the belt from Jamie Hayter? Why? Can anybody swerve, tell me, bro? You swerved yourself and didn't win the belt for your team. Like, what the what the hell does that even make sense? It's dumb because this match is dumb, and like, it makes no sense. Ruby Soho's been beating the shit out of them for weeks, and even in this match, Ruby Soho was beating up Soraya. So, what sense does that make? None. I'm gonna be the rather piss them. I would rather have them started the match and then both just immediately team up on Jamie Hayter and then Soraya win the belt or something. Yeah. It would have made more sense that way. At least you have a reason for Soraya to hold the title. Like, I know it sounds like we're shitting on AW here. It is because we are. But the thing of it is, is these are easy booking decisions that he should have made on his fucking uh, internet show he was posting 20 years ago. Like, he should know by now this is a booking no-no. Come on, Tony Khan. Get it together. Yes. Um, Ricky Starks could have gone over to Jericho without the Sammy Guevara action and ready shit. Because um, he can't go over clean, brother. No. Jericho can't lose his heat. Jungle Boy and Christian, I don't know if there's really... I mean, you could have done it less overbooked, but I didn't think it was terrible. Um, I mean, the House of Black won. There was a lot of false finishes, like a fucking ton, and people just standing around. Waiting again and again and again. Yep. And then this match, it's and then at the end of the match, like you know that something's gonna happen because the hard cam handing on the handing on the ring for too long, just sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, and then you're like, okay, somebody's gonna turn, and everybody's like, oh yeah, Ruby Ruby Soho has made her choice. Um, yeah, here's the yeah. thing. She, she goes from leading a group in WWE to being a lackey in AEW. Missed the boat. Missed the boat yep. when she lost the Owen. Missed the boat when she lost the women's title match. Um, I guess um, Jade can break her neck if she wants her to. Well, they had a chance to make her into a huge baby face after yep. getting her nose broke by uh, Conti. Like they had a huge opportunity there to do it, and they didn't. They 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 bumbled it, fumbled it. Yeah. Um. Then we have then we have the trash bag match. Um. Hangman goes over Mox. Um. Hey, shout out those guys over there at Bleed uh Bleeding yeah, John, you know man. What? They they got they got the fork in the pitcher, the blood, everything. They were on top so of so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Dude. Just top notch on those guys. You would have you would have um, thought that D- uh, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley was fucking Abdullah the Butcher in this match. Yeah. Um, congratulations to um, the Wrestling Observer News um, re- uh, Wrestler of the Year, Brawler of the Year, Runner Up in Promos for the Year. Yeah. Um, trash. He's a fucking trash bag. Pe- people. St- Stop this. This is fucking ridiculous. Okay. It's he's it's, he's not good. No, it's fucking CZW mm. on national television. And half the people don't even know what fucking CZW is anyway, because again, 
if it was before 2017, they don't know. But yeah, it's trash. This guy's on the thing on on television on pay per views that you had to pay for. Um, you know, grinding people's bones to make his bread, drinking people's blood, going to their foreheads with forks, putting barbed wire in his mouth, and taking all these fucking bumps. And it just shows you too how fucking dumb dumb hangman is too, because he's going on right along with the shit. You know, he's going right along with it. So he's just as bad. So it's just fucking dumb. It's dumb. Um, it's no, no Mick Foley, Randy Orton. Say that. No, not even close. Um, wrestling recommendations. Yeah, check um, it out. <laughs> look, Hang Hangman had a Texas Stat death match with um somebody. Oh my gosh, Lance um, Archer. Lance Archer. It was ten times better than this. Okay, because Lance Archer's a fucking professional. Okay, Mox well, they didn't have to is... lean so damn hard on the on the gimmicks either, like they did in this match. No, and then you've got fucking Excalibur on commentary going, oh, this performance from Mox would make would make the great Bruiser Brody proud. Fuck off. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Like, get out of here. And, and again, so you go through this whole thing with all these gimmicks, and then why not, like, so there's a brick in the ring. Well, why not just pick the brick up and crack it upside the guy's fucking head then? Why, why, are, we doing, <laughs> why are we doing moves on bricks in the ring? Just Sorry. pick the brick up, hit a guy in his fucking head, bash his fucking skull in, and pin him, and then that'll be the match. Because, I mean, that's that's what you're selling anyway, right? You know what I mean? To, like, that's pretty much what you're doing. They had to get the Seth Rollins spot for the pop, guys, so they could like, that, so AEW fans could sing Seth Rollins' song and show you that like, every one of these fans watches WWE <laughs> on top of it. Just yeah. take a chainsaw out and cut somebody's fucking head off in a John Moxley match, and then we can call it a day. Like third best member of the shield, still still say that, still stick to it. Yes, like it's not even close. No, Dave Meltzer's newsletter letter readers are drinking his Kool Aid so hard that they can't see that Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins both are better than uh, John Moxley and could have been wrestler of the year. There's no reason that neither one of those two guys were not wrestler of the year. Yeah, it, it's over Moxley. It's not. Well, everyone's hard up on this. Like, well, it's what he meant to AEW. Okay, let's go with it. Okay, that's fair, but that still isn't shit compared to either, to the, one of the other guys to Rollins yeah, so, or Reigns. So here's it the thing. Doesn't matter. Here's the thing. Um, was he buying making million dollar houses, or did they have to bring CM Punk in to make a million dollar house? Well, I was just about to say that they don't they don't make any money. Like, at, at, at what point do we start looking at it through a lens of of you, you know, like pay per views and buy rates? I, mean, I guess WWE doesn't do pay per views anymore, but still, okay, well, you can still do buy rates of shows. And I, I love how when you start talk, when you start talking those and start talking attendance, there's always some well. AEW this and AWO because because they don't do the numbers. That's why. Oh, and, and they won't talk about how this show didn't sell out and the fact that they gave away a thousand tickets to get it to nine thousand people in the arena. They only sold eight thousand tickets to a eleven thousand seat arena and and a thousand tickets of those were free. And you're and they're giving comp tickets to God. What's the other wrestling internet guy that was there? One of one of the journalists, they gave him comp tickets, and then he's in the back afterwards, like talking to Tony, laughing it up with a smile on his face. Somebody posted on Insta, I mean on Twitter. Brian um, Alvarez. Brian Alvarez. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he'll turn right back around Monday morning and be like, Oh, this was a great pay-per-view. 
Yeah, because yeah. but 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 Ariel Halani's the devil. The wrestling, you know, him and yeah. TM Punk are wrestling devil. Because they were in Toronto <laughs> and they asked him to be a part of the show because he was interviewing Sami Zayn for a piece on his fucking show. That's like what I mean. And at least I don't know. You you can't explain it to AEW fans where they'll even remotely listen to a point counterpoint on anything. It's you're dumb. You hate you hate wrestling. You're just a WWE mark. No, I like wrestling and I could pick good stuff out of the show, but I'm also not blind to see that this is a fucking smoke and mirror show to and, get people behind it. And, and it's WWE's, the same 12,000 people. A WWE is not perfect either. They got a lot of fucking warts and they're hokey bullshit too. But for the yep. most part, um, they're not, they tend to be not as bad with a great take that with a grain of salt. And they're damn sure not hurting people and botching people at the clip. They do, but not at the clip that AEW does. And they're also setting gate and, and fucking money records <laughs> with every show they're doing oh. right now. Heads, so, I will say I'm Triple H bad. coming in as heads and shoulders above Vince McMahon's booking. It was for the last like four or five years. So I, I'll, give, I'll give it that. If you want to see some bad stuff, go back to like. 17, 18 with Vince. That's some terrible shit back then. Facts. So I had to look it up because I'm like, why is why is Moxley booked this way? So do you guys know what his first match in AEW was? It's him and Kenny Omega, right? That was his first no. feud. Um, his mm, first no. match was at um AEW Fighter Fest. So this is June 2019. Um oh, the free show. It was an unsanctioned match against Joey Janela. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't know so you leave WWE to go to AEW to have to have creative freedom, whatever, that's fine. They this motherfucker goes from June 2019 to December 2020 without losing a singles match. Mm -hmm. That December 2020 match was him losing the title to Kenny Omega because Kenny Omega cheated. Okay. Yep. And so guess what? John Moxley's next next singles loss was to Kenny Omega again. It was the barbed wire exploding fucking jerk off match. As, As much as I hate Kenny Omega... Like when the the best like top guy you have to wrestle him is gonna make all this money is John Moxley, you're in trouble. Like you're yep. you're in trouble. Well, oh, and you could go back and we just covered a, a a Dean Ambrose versus Triple H match at Roadblock from 2016. That was an actual yes, yes. match. Yes. Like Dean Moxley has done essentially the same match. Almost every time he's been in AEW, some form of it, he bleeds. There's some kind of outside interference, and then it leads to a Texas death match or an exploding bar bar match or some kind of brawl like with CM Punk. It leads to that. There's no, he doesn't wrestle in fucking AEW. He just brawls and fucking puts, like Jeff said, CZW shit on your screen. And like, I can go back and appreciate that Dean Ambrose match, Triple H. A hundred times more than I can appreciate mm-hmm. anything he's done in AEW. Jeff made a good comparison. Um, he's AEW's version of Nick Gage. 
It really is. I mean, that's what they're trying to capitalize on with, with this stuff. I mean, I mean, they brought in Nick Gage to give Jericho a, a rub at one point. Like <laughs> because because Jericho needs a rub from that from that meth yeah. head gang gangbanger. Come on. Who's a felon? He was a bank robbing felon, you know, that you know, but it doesn't matter if, if he can draw oh if, if if Jericho can suck, you know, gimmick suck the gimmick out of him, then hey. Hey, but that's the thing. You could put that guy on TV, but you can't put Jay Briscoe on TV. Fuck all the way off with that. And then fucking Renee Paquette can fuck all the way off too. Okay. First of all, my wife had to ask if she was your fucking pregnant because her outfit looked so bad. Second of all, she's on the pre-show saying, oh, this type of match is just a hobby for John. Oh, he spends hours doing jujitsu and golf. <laughs> That that yeah. that motherfucker has not seen a gym in weeks. Okay? He's got two fucking left feet. He can't work. He he couldn't run up the fucking the ramp the other day or months ago and he fell over. Remember he like ran he up the did. ramp and fell down the side he of it. Did. Like, it was great. Yeah. It was great. And I, and I was telling I was telling the guys too, Travis. I I wouldn't trust that motherfucker a lick to be to hit me with a brick or drop me on some barbed wire because I just, you just can't trust him in the ring. It care mm. he doesn't give a shit no, no that was that was the um hangman spot off of the top rope when he was going to power bomb him onto the chairs and you looked at those chairs and it was like if that if that was john moxley your spine would be in the middle of those of those, of, of those fucking chairs oh he did spiked you and it had been you know it would have been art it had been uh you know real life bro you know <laughs> fucking dumb. oh that's all i saw was like AEW's putting on art tonight. Fuck you. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> no, they are. That's the problem. Jesus. Um, all elite uh, art, art that should be called. All four of us that watch this, well, all four of us that were in my apartment watching this, as soon as, as soon as Mox had him in that triangle and was and 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 was shoot stab and was shoot stabbing him in the head with the fork and like you could see the blood spurting out of his head on his chest there was an audible groan in the room okay there's a lot of things that i can watch um i mean you know i ain't let nobody stab me in the head with a fucking or, fork yeah. i'm sorry i mean i've watched death matches mm -hmm. i've watched GCW, I've been to GCW shows. And I mean, again, for a company to be on national television every week, pay-per-view and all that, to just and well, we're the wrestling peers here, so we're we're not gonna give it give out any inside baseball, but you know, you can do things and work things to look real, blah 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 blah. But to actually take a fucking fork and just start to carve a man's head. Uh, you know, on national television, and like I know people are gonna be like, "Oh, Jeffy, you like ECW?" Like, yeah, but it wasn't just for the sake of one guy's playground to do this type of shit. You know, like it, it, was, uh, it this, wasn't this, somebody pulling a brick out just to get a pop. Well, and this match had the most build on the card, uh, <laughs> off of real life shit where he could cuss fucking Hangman in that match. Where in everything where they he tried to do the clothesline, he fell on his face. But I mean, I don't know. I 
you didn't have to do half the shit you did to get the no. reactions you should have got. Like, I mean, I keep going back to the Foley and Orton because we just covered it on wrestling recommendations, but everything they did in that match meant something. It led to something. It was part of the promos leading up to it. This was just a spot fest for spots fest sake. Like you're just, you're doing barbed wire to get a reaction. You're not doing barbed wire because it meant something in the feud up to it. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, it's all it is. Like when, when Orton mm-hmm. pulls out thumbtacks at, at backlash, it's because that's Mick Foley's thing. And he's going to give it to him before he can give it to him, you know, give it to Orton. I mean, it made fucking sense. This was just, we're going to bleed and we're going to stab each other for no fucking reason. Yeah. How much, blood, was. how much blood can we spill in this ring tonight? There was that spot where Mox was on the apron and he built this half-assed contraption on the outside with a chair and he leaned a barbed wire table up against it and he gets knocked into it and he just kind of sits there for a second once he goes through it and then he looks dead in the camera, breaking the fourth wall and then just goes, oh boy, like, like, fuck you, fuck you. Ladies and gentlemen, your wrestler of the year. I'm done talking about that trash bag. He, he fucking sucks. I really, I'm really waiting to hear what Cornette says about that one. To be <laughs> honest, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be great. Um, Ward Wardlow, um, I'll give credit to Matt Lilly for this, looking like a babyface Mason Ryan. Um, That's all he is. Taking on Samoan Joseph. Um, good thing Samoan Joe lost here, so he could go be on Ring of Honor. Um, because Ward, because Wardlow won. And if Hobbs doesn't win on Wednesday, what the fuck? And your badass mode submission sh- machine taps out. Two. Like, come on. Come on, guys. And is it me or Samoa Joe just getting in like looks like worse and worse shape? Yes. Every time I see him on see him on TV. Yes. And I love I love Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is great, but like every time I see him, it's like he, man, like, I, he, he's always yeah, he, he's always been a bigger dude, which is fine. Like that—that's his gimmick. But like, you look at his face. Like I said it last, I, I said the same thing last night. I was like, he looks like he's been stung in the face by a bunch of bees, or he's been uh, face fa- face down in the river for two weeks. You know, and they just rolled. They just rolled rolled him over. It's he's pulling he, a Brian knobs. He, he looks. <laughs> he, he looks terrible. Like. Yeah, he did not. Look, he did not eye. look good. He did not look good in this match. Like, like physically, I don't know. I've been, like, look, I've been saying this for fucking months. Samojo looks looks bad. Okay, and it's and look, he does his spots, and you know, under ten, under ten minutes. You know, if he's working with somebody better, you know, kind of like a Darby Allen, who can kind of lead the pace a little bit. He doesn't do terrible. But in a match like this, where you have a big guy and a big guy, and you're just slugging it out, this match was not good. It made no, Smojo look bad. And they they've killed Wardlow so much that I don't care. Yeah, neither do I, they, I, Travis. This this this, <laughs> TN, this TNT title, like I oh. I don't I don't care. <laughs> like Darby Allen held it, lost it mm. back to Joe for Joe just to lose it to Wardlow. And and Hobbs is going after it, but Hobbs wins a damn ladder match that's not, not even on the pay per view to be the face of the revolution, where six <laughs> refs have to hold the ladder so he doesn't fall his ass off. <laughs> like, um, I mean, I just don't get it. So, 
and it's bad booking, but it's also kind of bad use of talent. You have a 100% healthy Miro just sitting there. You have a 100% healthy Scorpio Sky who is sitting there. And this Pac. is what you choose. Yeah. You got Pac sitting there. I mean, Same thing. you have a roster of talent that you're not using. Where the fuck is Juice Robinson? Isn't he on your roster? Didn't he sign with you? Juice Pretty sure. AEW? I mean, he, he did the ROH title match with uh, Joe and yeah. lost in his debut. Yeah. He said lost in his debut. Yeah. Lost oh. in his debut. So that's where he's at then. Yeah. Oh, you, you know what? All the talent is in this next match. It's the four way tag team match for the titles. Your current champions, the guns, retain over former champions, the acclaimed. And they're then... about to fall off a cliff, by the way. Like yep. they're not going to get booked for shit now. Nope. Um, also in this match, the team of Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, who should've, I think Jeff won. pointed out, uh, you know, Jeff asked, Jeff asked this question when we were watching the show. So is Jarrett just talent now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, cause again, uh, <laughs> this, this disclaimer, I don't watch, but I was like, so again, Jared, I mean, Jericho, God bless Jarrett's just talent. Like he's not Jeff Jarrett, you know? You know what I mean? Like, no. oh, and then Boyd, and what happened? Something I thought I'd never fucking see. I'm watching fucking Jeff Jarrett do Orange Orange Cassidy's bits, and I just fucking almost threw up in my mouth. I was like, God, just fucking kill me now. Get me out oh, of here. Oh, yeah. The last <laughs> team is Orange Cassidy and um, the seven-foot-tall, 400-pound Dan, Dan Housen. Uh, Eddie J. Shepard's favorite wrestler of all time. <sighs> also... Also, Jeff M. Hall's favorite wrestler. I can stand that motherfucker. <laughs> You're cursed. I just, I. But he's dude, over. I'm, oh, I'm he, sorry. Oh, I'm he, he, sorry. he is fucking next gen had a line out the damn door to get an autograph by him. So I, I, I'll, I'll give him that. I'm not going to knock him by for being over. But geez, just because you're over doesn't mean you should be on television or mm. doing the spots dude. that you're doing and whatever. You have all these other tag teams, and this is the best you could put in this four four way match, though. Like, come on! Well, this is supposed well, to be the best because, tag team wrestling in the country, in the world, right? Well, that's because the Young Bucks were in the other match, so you can't count them. Okay. And, oh, and Phoenix and Penta were on the pre-show doing nothing. Yep. So then you bring out a tag team that's not even booked for the show. You haven't seen in months. Um, Truly one of the best tag teams on God's green earth, and that's FTR. So um, supposedly they're taking the titles off the guns eventually. Why? Why why are the guns even the fucking champions? Like, that's what I don't get. Like, you took it off the acclaimed, your hottest act, and gave it to one of the coldest acts in the guns. So so they shouldn't have done that. But I don't mind it if you're going to do something with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like. Should they take it off the acclaim? No, but then, but then take it up, but then take it off and put them on the guns and have them just motherfuck everybody and get all the fucking heat. But they're not even see, doing that. But see, they had the chance to do that when it was the acclaimed against Jay Lethal Jeff Jared months ago, last when last they, month when they beat them for the belts in like yes in shit hill fashion, and then they reversed the decision out of nowhere and gave the belts back to the acclaimed like which it's. Fucking pick, pick and choose rules again. Look, 
Okay, for people that are listening to this, like, wow, they really don't like AEW. They're WWE marks. Bull fucking shit. We get on WWE all the time for fucking nitpicky rules. Like, oh, um, you got you you can get eliminated from you know, the Rumble, you know, one one year by somebody who's already been been eliminated or not in the match, mm-hmm. but then the next year, you know, that elimination stands. Bullshit. Like the rules fluctuate. But it happens so more free, so much more frequently in a in in AEW when you have refs that are just available to watch matches and intervene when it's when it's convenient. Guys, well, do you remember when AEW started and they said the rules would matter and wins and losses would matter? It was sports. It was sports based too, Travis. Don't forget that sports based. Don't forget. And then it. There, I, I forgot, but it was a match on the pay per view where they're out uh, in the crowd forever and. Uh, 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 one one of the announcers says something like something about the the time, and they're literally out there for like a minute and a half. Then said wrestler, I forgot, gets like to the gets back over the guardrail, and they're like seven, <laughs> eight, eight. Like oh okay, so Hold on. Gotta, only you can only count once you get inside the. You know, like you can only count once you get inside the. Uh, you know I mean, the, um. Look, WWE's not doing any better. Johnny Gargano's back on NXT. He's back on NXT. Well, again, um, is that Shawn Michaels' guy to wrestle Waller? Damn right. Uh, that's, well, that's kind of surprising. That's, a, that's actually a good. No, you're at. You're absolutely yeah. right. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, but no, that's been the rumor since since this segment kind of got rolling. You know, it was that? Oh, this is gonna be the debut of you know, of your Dragon Lee. This will be how they introduce him to the you know NXT roster. No, Johnny Gargano and Grayson Mr. Mister Takeover though. So I mean, that match will, will be good. I think. Well, well, I mean, you know, take. I mean, you know, Takeover's dead. Let's, let's be real. Oh yeah, Takeover's not a thing anymore. Sorry. Forgot. Now, now it's just NXT stand and deliver. Yeah. Mm, well. Um. Okay. Main main event time, um, MJF. They pull over. They pull a WrestleMania twelve. Um, other than the score and the falls, but um, they're tied going into the end of this. It's announced as a draw. Um, Tony Tony Schiavone, you know, at the commentary desk is listening, and he's like, "Uh huh. Oh, I'll deliver that news gladly." And just saunters his bitch ass on down to the ring. And it's now sudden death. And then MJF wins after um after he uses the og the oxygen tank uh to hit Danielson when the ref was looking at it. Very clearly, too. You can see in the top right corner when you go go back and watch it. I forget who the I forget who the official was for this one, but his but his shoes are directly in the line of sight of what was going on. And I guess you just can't see this fucking like four foot long oxygen tank going across somebody's face. Like, I guess. Yep. Just could you didn't just need that. No, you didn't. You didn't need that. end like that end in there, like they could have got that and, and, and actually put MJF over in a way that, meant something uh because all don't get me wrong that match up to that point was really good like an iron man match is a 
there's a it's it sometimes can be hard to get through anyway because you know it's not really the match doesn't really matter matter until the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean because that's when all the drama is. But kudos to those guys for putting on a hell of a match. I'll give AEW some kudos when they got it. But like that, that's where I think Brian Danielson's uh-huh. the happiest doing a match like that, doing things like that. But then you got that shit ending, man. Have him, have him like Danielson miss the knee and roll him up or something. Like sneak one out, do whatever you got to do. Sudden death. It. I mean, if that's the way to do it. But I just, I, I hate the fact that they use the oxygen tank to do it. And then have Danielson tap out instead of like pass out or something. Like I would have rather see yes. him pass out after an hour and fifteen minutes of a match than give in and tap out to MJF. Yeah, right after he just talked up. Give him that out so he he doesn't look weak on the way out of it too. I mean, yeah, you can say, well, I didn't tap; I just went out. Can we stop? Can we do the shows up talking about this bullshit? <laughs> um, they do. Um, they do show Dragon Lee though. Um, nope. Oh, so they show him whatever he might be in like the um North American really sitting in the title ladder ladder match, <laughs> but yes, he was sitting in the audience. Fuck yeah, mask and all back, mask and all. AW showed him no NXT. NXT. Oh, I missed that. Um, yeah, well, it's on now. Um, um so from what I heard this show is okay. Nothing great, but um Jeff, it looks like I'm going to retain once again, and still your predictions champion is yours truly, so you can suck it. <sighs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> I, I i i'm i'm starting to realize i gotta watch i've still gotta start watching some of this wrestling so i can understand story <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking no. picking names at this point so you know exactly what's gonna happen or, or get an idea what's gonna happen on the way out. yeah you should see me picking the tna ones travis i was like uh sure okay why not no i don't fucking know oh this was before i'll be honest Jeff. with you i haven't watched tna in a while Hey, this is before Jeff knew what a what a uh, dot combat match was. Yeah, no idea. I was like, what? No. No. Ah, does oh. anybody still know? Does anybody really know what it is? Um, I, I, it's sad, but I do. All I need to explain to you is when um Joe Hendry puts a VR um I don't want to call it a helmet, but it's the VR headset. Um, Headset, yeah, puts a VR headset on Moose, and Moose doesn't know where the hell he's at. Ah, how Moose has fallen. Goddamn, TN- look, Impact would be so goddamn good at times. They have matches like, oh, Josh Alexander mm-hmm. versus in- insert your person here. Like, they have a talented roster, but then they do shit like this, and I'm like, you make me look like such a fucking schmuck when I tell people you need to watch Impact. I mean, you got aggression versus Kushida. Kushida. I mean, you got good stuff like that, and then yeah, whatever. But then you have to get through PCO's skull getting caved in. Ah, uh, PCO needs to go away. 